1: As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, bacon and ranch just entered the chat. The bacon ranch McCrispy, available at participating
2: McDonald's for a limited time. Ba da ba ba ba.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Haha, in my dentist's office more than once actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really?
2: Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now.
1: Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home... Try Blue Apron's two and four serving menu plans, so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh, seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Get one hundred thirty dollars off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com/slash/blueculinary. someone's still going to win and it might be big. if, if, if I know feel, you know it's just how half the field is playing badly you know with golf you can easily say oh the course must be hard they're all playing bad you know what I mean it all kind of comes back to Earth a little bit.
0: Sergio has been like ah I can't wait to leave this place
1: yeah. And good evening, welcome to Divots and Pivots. We know it's your favorite place to be every Tuesday night. I know it's our favorite place. So welcome as always into the show. Uh, and as always, we want to quickly thank our sponsors, Piper Golf, as always coming in clutch for us. Uh, go to piper.golf, find your take the test, find the golf ball that suits you. Use div piv, that's d-i-v-p-i-v at checkout for a 10% discount. Tell them Divots and Pivots sent you. And then, as always, we're rocking the Mala Bros hat. Our uh, merchandise T-shirts are going to be here real soon. I can't wait to be wearing it on the show for you. They will be here shortly. So go to MalaBros.com, check out all of their clothing. They're fantastic, comfortable golf shirts, and as well as our merch, the second ball, All-Americans. We're going to have the discount code playing across the bottom of the screen here shortly. But same thing, DivPIV, D-I-V-P-I-V, for 10% off over at MalaBros.com. Dot .com and as always we have Mr. Bud Copeland here with us on the show. Good evening, Bud. We we got <laughs> few going? things right off the
0: bat. I'm giggling because I finally it took me 3 weeks to realize what you meant about the intro music and that little extra. I mean it's reminded me of when Vanilla Ice was trying to differentiate between his intro and Queen's Under Pressure. It yeah. was so subtle that it it did take genius to finally recognize it, and I heard it there because I was actually paying attention. I was cringing the first time I heard myself going man 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 about Sergio because we went out and <laughs> we went out to live, saw him, and he was nice. He smiled, he waved. He was human, nice. but enough 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 time has passed that he's not human anymore. Um, he, but that especially it was just too this, good to take out. Well, it's appropriate. Man 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 man. That's about that's about on on par, but. He did earn the me, 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 me with his behavior over at Wentworth. The guy withdrew yes. after one round, uh, and then was oh, I know I don't, I don't blame him for going to the college football game afterwards, but I mean, that's a bad look, yeah. Uh, and and there rumor has it there could be some repercussions. Uh, the circumstances around that withdrawal and the effects that it had, there might be some sort of I don't know fine or whatever. Uh, that could this could all be a moot point, um. You know, As we're going to talk about a little bit later, there's been some developments in the live world. We're looking forward yes. to getting to that, getting into that with uh, our good new friend, Hardy, from uh, 985 Sports Hub. Looking yes. forward to him stopping by in a little bit. But serious, real talk. The, the and We're going to talk a little bit about the PGA Tour up front, what's going on there. Uh, it's President's Cup. I, we love team golf. But the real important thing that we need to get, get out there early is I shot 68 again last weekend. I'm hey, very hey. proud of that. I'm very proud of
1: that. Um should be. I should be. I should have had like a celebration sound ready to play for that. I apologize.
0: Hold the the celebration. There were some (laughs) there were some alternate T's in use. There were some holes that were shortened significantly. (laughs) But but it was still it was a a nice nice little uh reminder that uh the old boys still got it. You know, there's still that gear. there's still that gear. Uh so yes, it's gonna be a fun show. It's gonna be a fun hour. We look forward to chopping it up with Hardy later, specifically about Liv. Uh, but before we go any further. Presidents Cup, you you yes. you uh you nailed it. It's it's here. I love you. Were talking about it before we got on the show, and you were pointing out the fact America's got nothing but top twenty five world golf ranking mm-hmm. talent. Uh, the internationals are a bunch of okay, like sure. I mean, yep. you've got. I always say be leery the record is not our favorite. You know, I think the internationals won at 98. We went half in Oh nine or something like that. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And the rest of the time, it, it has been a good old fashioned Yankee doodle beat down. Uh, and so I, I it think fun. it's going to, I do think it's going to be like that again. I don't see Rudy playing out after what happened in, uh, in, in whistling at uh, whistling Straits. And for, I don't want to go live right off the bat. We won't go too no. deep, but yeah. they're, they're, their absence, I don't think is going to take away from it. I think it might be meant I don't think it's going to be mentioned in the coverage at all. You don't talk about that kind of stuff when yeah, your focus is here in the now, but even in the Twitter sphere, even in the, the chirposphere, sphere, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal because I mean, look, next man up, there's, there's a lot of talented freaking golfers out there. Uh, and so the president's cup, once again, international competition, we look forward to it. You know, the money all goes to basically charity and awareness and, they are playing for country pride and reputation. And speaking of real quick anecdote that it was floating around. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the Fred Couples thing uh, about the envelope? I did not. See the Fred Couples, no. So I might have the year wrong, but it was in the in the in the late or early aughts. What are the aughts? Is that when they? Is that when it starts with a one? There's like the aughts know. and the tens. I don't know. It was early 2000s, late 2000s. <laughs> Whatever Freddie Couples was captain, this is a great move. So uh, for folks unfamiliar with the format, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They play some team ball on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, an amalgamation of foursomes, four ball, uh, which foursomes are alternate shot. Four ball is what we would call best ball out or better ball out. at your weekend uh, round with the boys or girls or both. And then on Sunday they play singles. Well what happens if you got 12, 12 players? They're all gonna play on Sunday and then one guy comes up with a hamstring or you know mm-hmm. you know, gets, get, gets, gets the vid and has to sit out. So there's somebody else in the other team gonna have to sit out and you don't want any kind of showmanship or tricksmanship or whatever the hell it's called. So you put a name in an envelope and you seal it the night before or at the mm-hmm. beginning of play or at the beginning of the week. And you yeah. hand that to the official. And in the event that that transpires, they open it up, they pull the name out and that person has to sit on Sunday. So they win, they're in the locker room and the official walks in uh, to the USA team with the envelope because if, you know, afterwards, if it's not used, you give it back to the captain. If they want to reveal it, great. It's up to them. And so Freddie says, he looks up at the guy and he just says, hey, well, you, you want to show him the name? And he goes, what? He's like, open it. And he opens it and the guy looks at his name and his eyes get this freaking big. And he goes, read it. it, says Tiger Woods. And everybody like <laughs> looks at him and like, are you like, I mean, so just so we're clear here, they were just blindly going to say, I mean, do you know the realm of possibility? Look at Will Zalatoris wins the first yep. FedEx Cup event and then eh, out on the third hole, that could have been no Tigray on Sunday. And so everybody's like, man, that's, you know, there's a big balls move right there. Freddie's talking about for years he's dining off this. Turns out it was a whole joke. He had somebody else's name in there, and he just wanted to mess with the team. And so he got <laughs> access to the envelope before, changed the name to Tiger Woods, and then played a prank on the guy. But for a few years wow. there, he had them all. Dude, I. But the, the thought of that, the, I can't believe that he actually got the buy-in because, I, I think the first question would have been, "Are you serious?" Like, no, yeah, like the haha, good one cap, good one cap. But the fact they had the buy-in from him, I think that's hilarious. And I can't wait to hear whatever that story is going to be this week. What? Yeah. What has already happened with Trevor Immelman on the international side, so that next week when I'm eating Crow hearing about a Sunday miracle, we hear that's the that's the beauty of these kind of competitions. And I'll tell you what, that is why those guys who are gonna be on fishing boats instead of on their, you know, wearing red, white, and blue or the navy and gold, there there's this, there's that there's that understanding of, yeah, well, I mean, it's not fair. Fair schmear. We'll get into that in a little bit. But
1: well, President's Cup, Quail Hollow, you looking forward to it? What's your What's
0: your favorite thing you're looking
1: forward to? Well, I am looking forward. To it. And look, the one guy who was not happy about not uh, being able to play in the President's Cup was Louis Stazen, and he was uh, pretty vocal. Of, I believe his specific comment was, uh, I did nothing wrong, so I don't know why I shouldn't get to play it. It was something that I'm paraphrasing the exact quote now, but it was something along those lines. I just went, you know, that's someone who's taking it personal," and I get it you know but we, as we've talked before these these business lines they were decisions everyone made knowing mm-hmm. that there were consequences you deal with it you got to it's just going to be a temporary thing most likely mm-hmm. here anyways but uh look my favorite thing about the presidents cup about the riders cup about olympic golf is honestly the is watching the fans even from tv like the golf is great but watching the interaction of the fans and how rowdy they get around the and how the players like kind of jar back and forth with the fans and like really use that energy to push forward like that's what I love even from a, from a TV standpoint I love watching that experience it gives that different side of golf for me that you know we typically only see it like the waste management uh, out there with the at the gallery so yeah I love the fan experience but with these types of things obviously the golf is great in a different format and you see the the guys play sometimes play a little looser but uh, the fan experience for me is just something I love to watch.
0: Yeah. You got the boys shotgunning beers in the first tee at the last rider <laughs> cup. And as you pointed out the, the experience, I love that you said, yeah, of course we're going to see good golf because we saw that when we went out to Bolton with live Boston, where it's like, yeah, you got world-class golfers, but sorry, Mr. Norman, we've got world-class <laughs> golfers over here. And we don't yeah. know, I mean, we don't know who's going to be that next one, but back to what you were talking about with the, uh, the energy that a team experience brings. Uh, I think, that is what you're going to see next year with the PGA Tour with some of these, not increased purses. I still don't think that them getting richer makes my socks roll up and down. No. And we'll, we'll talk about Mr. We'll Zeltor's and his comments in a minute. <laughs> but, um, but but really to kind of bring in some more interesting or creative status, I guess. I don't know how you're going to build it up, but putting a bigger spotlight will will help somewhat. But nothing nothing touches true team play. These guys aren't getting paid, but you see all these stories about guys like Max Homa who've been dreaming of mm-hmm. a President's Cup spot because he grew up in a different era. This thing, I remember the first President's Cup, but not back in my day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I mean, really I mean, seriously, I do remember. And the the overwhelming dominance, it felt like it was a joke. But I don't know. I, I think there is more to it. These guys take it seriously. Seeing Tiger lead his team and be a player captain and win – uh, you know, a couple years ago was it was a big I think mm-hmm. it kind of put it put this event back up in that 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 status, that status that it needs to be in. Yeah. And if the internationals could you can you see a sub theme that I got going here? If the internationals could somehow pull an upset, I think for the game of golf, you know, writ large, that would be all that would be the, the ultimate win. I'm not saying I want Americans to lose. I don't need the chirping to come in of like, all right, traitor, you know, like all that kind of stuff, uh, send the hate mail to him, but um over there. But I do think, I do think that there's going to be more to this weekend than, than meets the eye. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park because the difference in talent when you get to this level is minuscule. We've talked about that yes. before. It can, it's mindset and, and, and grit because all these guys can bomb it. All these guys have phenomenal short games, you know, that, that can kind of come and go. Um, we, we, we stay so focused on the top, not even 1%, like the, the point zero 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 one percent of golfers on the planet. And that includes yeah. amateur. That's who we spend all our time focusing on. Not a whole lot of difference for one weekend. That's what we're talking about here too. We're talking one weekend. Mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot of difference in talent. There's difference in notoriety. There's difference in rankings. There's difference in, uh, you know, familiarity. But, but again, when you talk about the nuts and bolts of what it takes, moving this little ball from A to B and you introduce the team aspect where chemistry look, look over the years, if it was that simple, then Americans would never lose. There is a slight, Uh, you know, bias in the rankings towards PGA tour golf, which lives in America. So there's Mm -hmm. always this feeling like, oh, they're going to win again. Here we go. They've got X, Y, and Z in the top 10, but broaden your horizon, step back a little bit. They're all really effing good golfers. And at any given moment, any combination, all it takes is five or six of these guys to find lightning in a bottle for a weekend. And, you know, we're sitting here eating crow next week. And I would be okay with that. I'm not against eating crow if it's cooked well.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Like always with golf, it's often about who's hot at the right time. And that you mentioned that it would be good for golf, even though you're not saying you want the U.S. to win it if the internationals could pull the upset. They don't even have to pull the upset to be for it to be good for golf. As long as it's close and entertaining coming down to the end on Sunday, then I think that's going to be great for golf. Because, look, yes – the u s has all of their guys in the top twenty five but let's be honest max homer we we were just talking about Max homer he's coming off for the win uh, at Fortinet he's you know ranked number six, you could say on the team sixteenth in the world on the U.S. team right now, but he's probably the hottest golfer on the U.S. team at the moment. You know, obviously this is Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Schauffer. These are guys who we haven't necessarily heard a ton from this year. No, Rachel, but you
0: no, used the right word, hottest. He's a good-looking exactly.
1: kid. Oh. I'm not going to
0: lie. He's an attractive young man. I got a little bit of a man crush on Max Homo, you know, real talk. I'm not ashamed we, to say it. We he would look
2: really stunning in a
0: second ball All-American T-shirt. That's for damn sure. Yes, the second no, ball you, All-American. You, you you read my mind and you said the right guy at the right time and he is is you know this would be a big weekend for him if he has a nice big weekend cuz the mm-hmm. other guys on the team we know Colin Moore, Major winner, yep. you know, times two, Scotty Scheffler, we saw the year that he just had Justin Thomas, Jordan Speeth. These are names that have been in your house for that's god it dates me and makes me feel old to say that Justin Thomas and Jordan Speeth, but then again, they were na- they were national names back when they were teenagers on the on the golf scene. So they've been around forever max homa this could be that moment where we see uh you know his lady gaga a star Mm -hmm. might be born here and and i'm I'm looking forward to it that is the one story that i i really do want more see red white and blue i want more (laughs) wins and i would love to see him him kind of take that mantle and run with it because it was cool to hear him
1: talk about uh the Fortinet. I like how you I like how you emphasize that the Fortinet Fort championship. Emphasizing it because I wanted to make sure I didn't say it wrong, honestly. <laughs> oh, or you so had, or, so or or sound or sound like small. me. The Fortinet. <laughs> but back to the Fort
0: Danny Willett. Uh <laughs> it's not that, but Danny Willet. His his comments afterwards, him was like, How did it feel to you know three putt from three points or three feet seven inches? And he was kind of smiling and like nodding his head. And he's like, you know what? Honestly, I didn't expect to be even be up there. It's the first one out of the gate. And it blew my mind to go pause his brain. Like we, we think just like, ah, oh, the next week, because it's the next week of golf. He's like, no, 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 this is first, first, first one out of the season. And I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in the running and, you know, second place isn't too bad. That means my, I'm, I'm there. And I was going, whoa, because honestly, <laughs> I want him to be devastated because three putting from four feet looked devastating but yeah. i guess the whatever 1.0 million that he gets as a runner up prize helps but max homa was talking about how he kind of felt in the zone you know he had that moment of zen and he's getting this weird self confidence that he kind of thought i'm just going to dunk this chip i'm short sighted so i've only got one option and it mm-hmm. came to fruition so do you do you think that we're going to see Max Homa take that next step and kind of flourish this weekend, or will there be another storyline from the American side that you see push forward? Because I'll even tell you this, the media that's out there right now, again, could just be his
1: pretty face, uh, is pushing the Max Homa stories. I think it's the most plausible out of, out of every, out of all the guys that are on the U S side. I think Max Homa, um one like i said is, is probably the hottest player right now His playing not his looks um but yeah no i think i think it makes sense obviously you got kevin Kisner who always shows up in these uh in these pairings and in the, this format type of golf so um look he kevin Kisner always becomes a story ryder cup presidents cup whatever because he always just shows up and surprises people even though i don't know why people are surprised he does it every time well he's just a story at the ryder cup cuz he's getting
0: Pardon my language, Allison. i I know that we I know where we want this demographic to grow. <laughs> he's usually a story around the Ryder Cup because he's getting passed over, yeah. uh, and, and being told, you know, sorry, better luck next time. And this is this is kind of like I think we have seen him in a and we've seen him in Presidents Cup before, we've yeah. also seen him rack up the match play. And if you see, there's a great mm-hmm. interview with him out there, they talk that's about, what I meant the
1: know, match play, not that you're right, i am
0: misspoke, right? No, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm busting you, I'm busting your balls over here. Uh, but he was talking about how in match play you eat people's souls. And yeah. I love the way he explained it because um, I was in you know I was in a little grudge match with the boys this weekend and we won the front, lost the back and then lost overall in the last hole and it hurt. It hurt worse. I mean I shot 68 and I lost on the day. It was like a did I say did I mention I shot 68 last weekend again? You did mention really you did. Good. Yes. <laughs> but back to Kevin Kisner and eating souls. He saw he talks about how you know I, I, I put it left in the rough and then maybe in the bunker and then hit a bunker shot to 15 feet. And I sink my par putt and my partner, meanwhile, or my opponent, 300 down the middle, 12 feet for birdie, lips out, makes his par. And in his mind, he's furious. He's infuriated because (laughs) like, what just happened? How did I not walk away with that? And I, I I think that that's the dog you need in Mm -hmm. these battles, pun intended, you know, go dogs, Georgia boy. So I I love that you brought him up because I'm excited to watch him. Billy Horschel, uh notably without his hat and he had his Mm -hmm. beautiful hair uh quasi i'd say not to go political but gavin newsomish uh the Mm -hmm. california governor who's got a magnificent dome of hair uh tony fee now is always fun to watch and pay attention to and then everybody else i think we're there just to watch them play no offense to them i mean Justin Thomas is good for a few laughs here and there, but the rest of them are kind of, you know. We already
1: know they already have their stories. Like, they don't, it's nothing's going to be like new. Totally, for, for I totally forgot Patrick Cantlay was on our team. I thought he was Canadian with that
0: personality. <laughs> but no, but, uh, I'm, but glad it,
1: bring up, I'm glad you bring up the internationals again because you mentioned how you need that guy who, with that kind of. You were alluding that to him, dog like him. That, that edge and that dog in him. That and Zach this is why I don't necessarily count the internationals out from being able to make this a fight because they do have some guys who have been playing well this year and who I think carry a little bit of edge with them. You know, Maito Pereira is someone who he's making his first appearance here in the president's cup. He, you know tied for third at the at the PJ Championship and he he's been playing good golf this year actually over the last 2 years he's been playing good golf so he's someone who i think uh can show up here and and show out a little bit taylor pendrith as well is someone who in the last couple months here has been uh catching some eye so look i don't do i think i love that name do i do i think taylor pendrith can necessarily go toe to toe all weekend with some of the tops on the US no but do i think that they might be able Why not? to Swing some holes or or swing a match here or there. Like I think it's possible, I and mean, all you have to do is string a couple of those together. I mean, we've been saying all year how Deki Matsuyama has been playing the best golf we've seen him play in a while, and then you still got healthy. Hair. I think again, yeah, you still got Sung J M, who has been uh, you know a, just a master of consistency. He's going to be he's pretty a much big the team. He came on tour, yeah. Yeah so there's there's guys on the Internationals yes they might not pop in the rankings they might majority of them be outside of the top 25 in the official world golf rankings but they're guys who kind of carry that edge with them in that fight and they're going to go out there and bring it I don't that's why I don't think I don't think we're going to see the Internationals get walked all over like I think early story when the lineups first came out I was guilty of it too looked at the the two teams and said oh, the US is going to on paper just trounce them and run away with this and i the more i look at it i don't think that's going to be the case i think this is going to come i do Sunday. i think it's going to be close i don't think it's going to be close at all i think it's going to be <laughs> i def, i definitely
0: think that that's what i mean i know i mean i know i've been sitting my hand on what i want in this world but you know what? i also want world peace um and don't leave out christian the zayden That and then i cannot say his i only day. left that's him out really because i didn't want to fail his name <laughs> no, but he can he can go off for six, seven, eight birdies in a round. And again, when you're talking about best ball, or that that's the kind of guy you want out there. Somebody who yes. you knows who who you know is who you know can have that kind of gear. Um, I think it at the last Ryder Cup, it was kind of like watching Finau and Russell Henley. When one of them would get hot, and you just knew that the other one was going to just be ready and just yeah, in case. case.
1: Off He's that kind
0: of consistency. I think it's going to be a, a royal ass whooping, Hunan. Um,
1: no pun intended no pun. <laughs> Thank you. That's where I was going. no too soon.
0: I watched the, did you did you get up and watch yesterday morning no
1: like i that,
0: respect you're a bad, I, you're a bad I, fan. I, of
1: no no i respect you know all the the uk citizens who are like att- like were feeling that and like what it means to them and their social construct I like 100% get that respected i i caught the highlights and and the storylines but Look, I wasn't going to sit down and watch it all day for two weeks like a lot of people did here. No. That was not going to be me. <laughs> no, I just laughing at you. <laughs> I caught the highlights of the Queen's funeral on YouTube.
0: <laughs> I, think well, you, gonna ass- you one- I think it's going to be an
1: ass-whooping. I really do. Did I and, see the, um, the one president who took a selfie with the casket? I still haven't caught his name, but I heard them talking on the radio. They were like, oh, yeah, this guy, uh, one of the world leaders of a smaller country, walks up when he goes to pay his respects and took a selfie with the casket.
0: YOLO. Uh, I mean, it's the Irishman who went and got the picture with Paulina. that Yeah. Basically, Your same kind of person. What, what was his name,
1: Dave? What was his name?
0: Davey. Davey. Davey, and I want to say Gavin or Garrett. Uh, but they were they were wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful, entertaining gentlemen. So back to the royal ass Whooping yes. that the Americans are going to lay on. I do think there's just too much firepower to be uh, to be completely sports cliche ish. Uh, but it'll be fun to watch. It'll be give us it'll give us something to be paying attention to. Uh, college football looks kind of uh, this weekend, but uh, actually, you know what? Yeah. Florida Tennessee is kind of saucy. If you're especially if you're an SEC you biased know, person like myself, you, you know how much I love talking about you college. Love, love college <laughs> football. <laughs> I enjoyed watching. I enjoyed watching you chirp in with your BC BC references when they were talking about LSU and. Texas A and M. Ooh, poor Texas A and M.
1: If if nobody knows what he's talking about, I was on the corner booth. Uh, well, I think two weeks ago, corner booth podcast, and uh, on their Thursday night show. Oh yeah, Thursday night show. And uh, they do they do a lot of college football talk. And I basically just sat there quietly, agreed with everything they said. And then every now and then, I just threw in a reminder that I was a BC fan, and uh, none of it really mattered to me. So <laughs> so that's uh that's what he's referring to there. I do
0: think it's great real quick shout out to fantasy national golf club for keeping it up this week. I, they, they, if you, if you are, if you are looking to get some edge in your, in your bets or even your trash talking head on over to fantasy national golf club, the moose gets it. They understand what's going on. And um, they, they make, they make me smarter. So imagine what they can do for you. I'm just a guy <laughs> with a crooked tooth from Florida, but there's a conspicuous absence on the American team. And it's Will Zalatoris, and mm-hmm. you know this—the the skinny one-iron without the grip slipped a disc. So happy I got that out appropriately. <laughs> um, and he's recovering. Godspeed, Willie yes. Z. We love you. Get better soon. But really, he's in the news not for his absence, but it's because he was giving an interview, and and it did—they they did dabble into live. You know, you mm-hmm. can't avoid it. It's there. Um, I do think it's here to stay, and but you know, we'll 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 kind of see how that plays out, or. Or even if, but there's a comment, you mentioned it earlier uh, in the interview that you're like, what was, what was it that he said that kind of is, you know, it's bouncing out there and it's, and he got into the money. Yes. And what he was talking about is essentially what I said first go around, what Rory said, when he said, you know, we've already got the money you know, offering us more money is not what we're looking for. Obviously it is what some of the guys are looking for and that's fine, but we'll put it into perspective for a guy like him right now. He said, a, and this interview must've been given before he uh, won because he said, I've made over $10 million on tour and I haven't even won a tournament. He's like, so if I'm, yeah. if I claim that I'm underpaid, what does that say about me? Yeah. I loved that because he it yes, was
1: so real and relatable. Just so real. <laughs> Sorry, I stole well, you know, your thunder. I am so sorry. <laughs> you will never you you are the lightning to my thunder.
0: He he is relatable in in a way. Not anymore. He is relatable because he also going back to when he talked about, are you going to take a week off? And he goes, I'm 25. Yeah. I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. Mm-hmm. If I'm taking a week off just for me time, and he did kind of couch that with a mental health clarifier of like, I get that side of it. You know, yeah. you have to just get away, you get away. He goes, but as far as you know, worrying about burnout, you know maybe he should have taken a week off. I don't know. After slipping a disc, but the kicker was, he said, what would that say about me? You know, that would, that would say something if I was claiming to be underpaid in this position. And then he went on to say what they're offering is more money. It's not life changing money. And that gives you pause because to each his own, right? I mean, God to, Mm to, 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 to the dozens of fans listening right now, the kind of money that they're talking about is life-changing money no matter what, you know, a seventh place finish on, on a tour event could be life-changing money for a lot of folks. Uh, But to his point, he's kind of saying, you know, like for a 25 year old single guy, 10 million, 25 million, what's the difference? I mean, yeah, it's 15 million. I did the math myself, but in the long run at 25, and he did say he doesn't, he doesn't disparage guys for going over there. He understands, That, you know, some of them, and he said, no disrespect. Some of them were a little older. Some of them had some injuries.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to bring up next. He brought up the age thing, not in a disrespectful way, Uh, but just as more of a reality check way. He was just being, the whole interview just seemed very real and genuine to me. And I think the more that we, the more examples we hear of Willie Z talking out in public, the more sense you get that he just puts himself out there. There's nothing fake about that guy. And I love the energy he brings to the sport and to the kind of the way he carries himself. It's just, it's just fun.
0: Mr. Gilmore, I'm your caddy. He, <laughs> I was talking to a, a, a colleague the other day and they were getting at, they were getting at that, this whole, I think it's, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's ruining the tour. It's taking away from the tour. Yeah. And, and I kind of, I, it was weird because I found myself defending Liv, which is yeah. perfectly fine uh but at the same time like being kind of dismissive about it which is like it's limited it is limited there are limited spaces which which is why it's not going to be the end all be all and which is why maybe greg norman is saying uh you know who knows maybe we don't need to chat anymore maybe we're good over here mm-hmm. I, I do think that the major implication is yet to be determined obviously we don't know what August is going to say or anything like that uh and But even before, uh, you know, before our friend joins us here soon, I want to just dabble into what I was getting at this morning, Mm -hmm. which is Greg Norman out there, like you alluded to, flexing on the world, saying we have the number one and two player in the world as is, you know, we're, you know, we're the true champions of golf and blah, 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 blah. And That's where I had to say full stop, pause, hit the brakes, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. You have a good product. You have an entertaining product. You have a fun exhibition style uh, you know, golf match series. That is just that for now, you know, it takes time. People have to win, win this thing a few times, or it has to be played a few times to build tradition. You don't get to, you don't get, you know, the traditions not come over with the guys that you brought, you know, and that's the, that's the unfortunate thing is yeah. that's not coming. You still have to build that. So I hear what he's saying in that, I took the people that, you know, have held the mantle over there and I brought them over here and they are succeeding over here again. They must be the best. Still. I get the logic there, but I also go back to it's 54 holes. You're not measuring apples to apples here. You're taking a smaller sample size and you know, all this kind of stuff. It'd be like a three. It'd be, again, it would be like LeBron KD and take, you know, James Harden and take half a dozen more of guys of parallel stature to Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson and Sergio and all those, and have them go to a three on three league and then yeah. say, this is the real king of basketball
1: over here. Well, I, there's a, and, and there's, there's a, a reason, reason, and there's a reason why these, ter- the PJ tournaments have, you know, have moving dates because when the players approach these tournaments, they're approaching each day, depending on where they are with a different strategy. When you cut that down by a day, like you're saying, it does change You can't compare it apples to apples. It does completely change the way the golf is being played because it it seems more of like a just gung ho, we're going for it every day kind of style. It it seems like it takes a little bit of the strategy out of it from the full four day weekend standpoint.
0: The same same person I was talking to said, "Yeah, but what about the team aspect?" I said, "All right, what about the team aspect?" There's just like, yeah, and I said, "You mean you mean the bonus system?" Because I mean, that's that's honestly it's what really it is. just what it is, it's
1: just there for the moment's <laughs> <of> money.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so different than like when a when a sales team or sales program has a bonus structure of you know, if your team hits their goal, then there's another three percent kick in your bonus or something like that.
1: Yeah. Well, look, without further ado here, our our guest is joining us now. So about to join us now, we do have Rob Hardy Poole, all known as Hardy across the land, man of many talents. Uh Sirius XM Turbo uh 985 the Sports Hub and weekends uh on Sirius XM as Again, lithium, I believe it is was in patriots.com. Welcome in, Hardy.
2: Yeah. Wow, that's exhausting here and all that. Don't 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 say it all at once. <laughs> Makes me think last thing I should be doing is talking to a couple of knuckleheads about golf. I got too much other crap to do. <laughs> Never right.
1: well, thank you for joining us. I know you you are busy and you came flying from another engagement to be with us tonight, so we are very thankful for that you, that you joined us.
2: Uh seriously, my pleasure. Thank you for the invite. I do appreciate it. Thank you. Always happy to talk golf. So this is this. What have I missed? What 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 have you done so far? Catch me catch me up in ten seconds or less. We
0: we we went we went through the President's Cup and why it's still going to be entertaining. And we yep. talked about how it does hurt to three putt from three feet, whether it's for a oh. million dollars or it's for two bucks. Uh, and we discussed how. Greg Norman's getting a little too big for his britches. Anyway,
2: okay, excellent, excellent. All right, well, I, it's your show. I'll let you guys run it, but it's just good to know what's been covered, and that way if, I, you know, if something uh, goes along those lines, we revisit. I know you've already covered it in depth.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and you don't get much more in depth than, like you said, a couple of knuckleheads talking about golf. So, honestly, the first question I had that, that I'd love to get your insight on, it was the same one that quick name drop. I asked Ari Fleischer when we bumped into him out in Bolton, was just quite frankly, what do you think? Is this thing going to make it? Is live going to live? Pun fully intended. I don't. I'm not. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> of
2: yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a good question, um, and I, you know, I I have followed you guys a little bit, and I kind of know your thoughts on it. Now, I thought it was interesting that you know one of one of your assessments was essentially that uh, you know this is a this is a good product. And I, I guess that's the first thing I would take exception with maybe is I, I don't know if it's a good product. I mean, how are you consuming the product of Live Golf right now would be my first question for me. I haven't consumed it hardly at all because man, it's like on YouTube and you like click it on. And I'm not a fan of like the the running tally of the team scores over on the left hand side. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm watching. Who's on what hole? You know, what are we doing Like it's just, I, I, I'm not sure about the product itself. So I I would take exception with, you know, I, and I I don't know which one of you said it. So I, you know, I, you know, (laughs) maybe you share a brain, maybe you guys like, you know, huddle up and uh, before you tweet anything out from the show account, you decide on what it's going to be. But in, in terms of its viability, I, I think it can last for as long as they want it to uh, you know, they, they have a bottomless pit, essentially, of, of money and wealth to keep it going. Um, that, that, uh, there are two big things that don't get talked about. No, number one, why are they doing it? Why, why did they start Live Golf? That's number one. Uh, and um, I, I, I guess the other, the other thing is, like, what's the real reason for the player defections? And right. I'll answer. I, I think I have an answer. To the you know to the second oh, I question to first. <laughs> well, I, what doesn't get talked about enough are the agents, the agents for these guys and their teams are saying, yeah. absolutely, DJ, you should go to live golf. <laughs> Don't worry about you know you're standing in the golf community. Who gives a crap? You know, take the hundred million dollar check because they're getting a 20 percent rip of that. And these agents, yeah. a lot of them are taking a fifteen or twenty percent rip of the $120,000 every week because that's considered an appearance fee. That's nope. not winnings. That not does, that wait doesn't wait. all go to the players. So it's like the agents are the guys who are, like, pushing for this. And if you're an agency, I, I can't blame you. But the golfers themselves, I yeah, I'm sure they gave it some thought. I don't know if they're being advised by the people who really have their best interests at heart. And I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you, do you think it can last – I I think it can last as long as they wanted to or get bored with it, or they accomplish whatever they set out to do with it. And I just I don't know what that is. I don't know if they just want to uh, bury the PGA Tour altogether and have this become the thing, which seems a little far fetched. I mean, that's I I, I don't see that.
0: And there's no way. I don't think that that's even remotely possible. I do think that they're looking for coexistence. Uh, and it was I was the one saying it was a good product and the, the sense of okay, going out there and and'll and, and I'll explain what I was what I meant by that because mm-hmm. a going out there and consuming it firsthand, that's what you know, going out and seeing it that was one. I agree with you, B, where the hell else are you seeing this? Yeah, the streaming aspect of it, they got to get a deal yeah, somewhere. I haven't got on but I'm calling I'm calling it a good product in the sense of I enjoyed myself, I can see it, I can envision it. I don't. I don't know about the viability of it. I mean that in the sense of like, I tasted a nice craft beer for the first time. It might not have millions in sales and all that kind of stuff, but I was like, damn, that's a really good beer. As a golf fan, I was like, that's that that's good. I can get behind this concept of almost NASCAR meets Premier League over in golf. You know, if they, that's their ultimate dream is to find investors for each one of these teams and have the niblicks have seven guys on a roster. That they send your best four to each each event throughout the years. I I that, so that's the creative vision that I can I can follow. I can buy that. I could actually see that growing, which, which is great world. for
2: you because you had a chance to con- consume it live mm-hmm. uh, and in person. I don't think Live is interested in that. If they were, they would sell more than six thousand tickets a day. You know, you, well, you, that's you, also that's also a local restriction,
0: Bolton. You know, the town they, they couldn't get any more out there. But also, Greg Norman admitted he's just swallowed. They're they're lighting money on fire this year. Product right. launch year is what they called it, right? And so I think that's and that's why they're not coming back to Bolton next year because they don't.
1: Yeah. You know no, not. It's not worth well, it. Well, at that, that
2: end, there's no, no business model in the world that would support you know that launch year. There's they're they're going to be losing money on this for eternity unless they unless they yeah. get some kind of a you know multi network deal. Uh, they that's going to sign a
1: network deal.
2: That, that, that's going to pay for that stuff. And even then, how do you make up for the couple hundred million that you gave to uh, gave to Phil and the hundred million that you gave mm-hmm. to DJ and the, and the millions that and uh, that you're providing to these guys week in and week out and paying for the caddies and paying for the private jets and all that stuff? Again, I don't think it's to make money. Um, and I, I I guess I would disagree with that too. I don't think it's to peacefully coexist. It's got the feeling of a hostile takeover. It feels like they're coming in and they're just, you know, it it is it's it's hostile in that we have so much money, we're gonna throw so much money at this thing, we're gonna take some of the most marketable and and viable players, guys that still draw. I don't care if you think if Bryce and D.Chambeau can can win again, or if you know, DJ or or even Phil, they draw. These guys draw. People like to see them play golf. And when they go after those guys, that's exactly what they're after. They're trying to Take over golf from a popularity standpoint, but then they kind of shoot themselves in the foot by not having the TV deal and not and and having it at golf courses where they don't allow that many people and not. It's, mm-hmm. it's I I can't figure it out. I don't know why they're doing it, and it's just you know my I, so the the
0: one the one variable that always shoots these upstarts in the in the foot is like you already pointed out is money. And allegedly, if if we if we go ahead and assume that yes, this endless money supply is there. Yeah, then we do. Feel, it does feel like it is a Greg Norman personal fantasy,
1: uh, you know, revenge
0: <laughs> fest against a, the tour. Where, where he tried in the '90s. It no, it, it does, and that's why I have a personal balance where I put a hat on. Where I'm as a golf, you know, connoisseur, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is fun. I think this is interesting. I personally love a shotgun start where you're going to go out there. There are so much about mm-hmm. it that I love. And then, Hardy, I 100% agree with you in the sense of there's so much of it that doesn't effing make sense, which is why I say things like, hey, Greg Norman, just because you had popular people win back-to-back, don't go out there puffing your chest saying, we're the new kings of golf. No, you're not. When, when Pat Perez tried to cheekily say exhibitions don't pay $4 million, hey, jackass, that's exactly what exhibitions do is pay a lot of money without a lot of prestige or mm-hmm. honor or tradition behind it. Yeah. So I, I, and, that's where, and that's where I, I honestly full, – full admission – Hadn't really considered the agent aspect of it. I, haven't either. I, I do give a little too much, uh, kind of like you're a grown ass man. You signed on the dotted line. That sure. said, uh, that said, I, you know, that God, I can't even freaking imagine <laughs> that kind of pressure to make those decisions with those many factors and variables. I do think that I do think there's an element of Brooks and DJ and those guys who do have a little bit of, I just don't care anymore, which to me is kind of sad. I, you know, I'm fan. But that's what it feels like. I don't give an F, you know, and yeah, and I think that's it why makes- it's like good riddance, you know, good on you. I do think it's interesting, but almost like it's so you're right. Good product might be a moniker I need to reassess uh, much more interesting <laughs> addition to the to the golf equation.
2: Yeah. And, and it certainly does. It's, it's different. You know, I give points for different all the time. It's like, just, you know, let's, let's do something new. Let's try, you know, let's try this. Mm-hmm. I wonder how the shotgun start is going to play out if they do get a TV deal and you're watching that and everybody's finishing at the same time. I mean, you know, the, the way these tournaments came down, there's a, the reason why there's so much drama, you know, surrounding golf tournaments week in week out. I mean, we just, we just saw it. We just saw it on Sunday. Mm-hmm two guys coming down the stretch playing a par 5 on the last hole. Okay, yep. this is interesting. What's going to We saw what happened. We saw what happened at the US Open with two guys come down the stretch with Fitzpatrick and Zalatoris. You know, someone's in a fairway bunker. What's going to happen? These are the last two guys on the golf course. What happened at the British Open? It's the last two groups coming in. What's going to happen? I don't know. We got eighteen cameras out there from eighteen different angles, <laughs> and oh, don't forget about the team aspect. And if you give me too much stuff to watch, my answer is going to be, well, now I don't care. I, just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is. Gonna, it, it feels like watching Westworld after the second season. <laughs> after a while, it was like I they don't know what the shark. Hell, exactly. I don't know what the hell is going on. Therefore, I don't care. And that's what I think the failing could be with live golf and this shotgun start and the team thing. I don't know. And you've made me not care. I, it's very easy for my pea brain to look at two guys coming <laughs> down the 72nd hole of a, of a four round golf tournament, knowing there's one stroke that separates them, you know, and a, and a birdie for one guy is probably going to be good enough to force a playoff. And that that I get. I think that most most golf fans consuming, you know, the majors are casual fans They're you know, they're tuning mm-hmm. in it. You know, if they weren't, you would see huge numbers for the PGA Tour every week. Shotgun start team aspect. Fit, what are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know until I'm able to watch it, and I'm not going to watch it, you know, on, on this for uh, any amount of time. And I'm not going to sit in front of, you know, my my computer watching it either. So mm-hmm. and I can pull it up on the smart TV and all that stuff. It's just uh, I t- whatever. The, the the other golf tournament is on CBS. That's easy.
1: 804, enter, done. <laughs> True. Well, and then and you mentioned, you know, with the last two guys coming down, like the last two guys on the golf course aspect of that, like – when you uh, from a tv broadcast standpoint as well you get to see the fans like running to try everyone's trying to like oh while the while the players are walking to their shots there's countless camera shots of fans running pushing in to get so you kind of that that energy kind of comes through the tv and as a fan on the couch you can't be there you're almost watching and be like oh like i wish i was one of those people pushing people away trying to get as close as i can you, you're right you do lose that when you don't feel like people there are as excited as you want to be sitting at home
2: you guys remember that watching Tiger at the Tour Championship a few years ago when you know he's coming down and even though he did and, and again this is a perfect example of the PGA Tour not being perfect. Him about to win this golf tournament and people mobbing the course. Never mind the fact that he didn't win the FedEx Cup. You know that it just ended up winning the tournament that day. But that type of drama, that type of people like crowding onto the golf course, that's an aspect that'll that'll be missing for a variety of reasons, with live, but. I guess that, you know, that, that first most fundamental question, why? Why, why are they doing it? And I, I don't know the answer. There's a lot of, you know, some answers and theories are more nefarious than others. But I think at the, you know, at the end of this, you play the tape to the end. If they end up getting bored with it or they accomplish whatever they're set out to accomplish – and then it just kind of fizzles up and dries up and goes away. Yeah, you're kind of left with the smoldering ruins of what happened with these guys, and we're we're missing out on some prime years from some very good players because I I do not believe playing 54 holes of goofy golf is going to uh you know get you know get these guys ready to go play the U.S. Open. It's not even get, gonna get them ready to go play the Masters. It's just not. It's yeah. different. No, and I agree with you.
0: I agree with you wholeheartedly that. It is it is goofy golf. It does have that feeling to it, which is why, like I said, I'm a golf nerd. Like I'm a dork. I I, I genuinely I got a putting green right here. I got a, a green, you know, screen in the backyard. The whole yeah, thing. we all are. Yeah, all so, are. right, exactly. <laughs> and so it's so so going out there and geeking out about it or flipping on my phone. I will say I agree with you that uh, the I told Andrew I was like I don't know what's gonna happen Sunday because going out to the sixth hole that par four, you know, sexy 380 over. It doesn't do it for me because, again, the pageantry is not there. So it is a little bit too of, you know, let the buyer beware. You know what you're getting when you tune in at this point, which is probably why they're topping out at 70, 80,000 streamers live on YouTube. And so it, it, it's going to be... I don't have a problem with watching these guys waste away. I hear what you say with some of these great players and they could have some more good runs. Quite frankly, I don't care. It, it, I'm not cold about it, but there are so many good other stories that are going to come up and you know, it does stink. I mean, I do think they did it for the money, but I think the most important thing that people might look back on, and I'm not saying this is a good, you're right. There's going to be a smoldering pile of ashes where live used to sit. And then they're going to look up and they're going to see these increased purses and it moved the needle and it is it is going to generate. Did the ends justify the means on the PGA mm-hmm. Tour side? Yeah, where they tapped in, and will they
2: will they bring the shorts over? <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, I think free the, just, free the legs. What are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, I, I don't even like walking around watching a golf tournament wearing pants. I can't imagine how these guys. But doing. the real question: Do you think the juice
0: might ultimately be worth the squeeze, considering what they've already announced they're going to start doing?
2: Um. They are being forced into it. Now, this is this is, again, like a a basic argument. It's like, see, the PGA Tour, they were being greedy. They were you know, they did have more money. Their hand was forced on this. You know, the PGA Tour is still a business with a bottom line. And they're doing this to try and get some of their guys to stay. I don't think it's a great business model for the PGA Tour to increase their purses and do all the stuff that they're doing it. And I don't know how viable that is. That's why I say the smoldering ruins. Like if Lib fails, the PGA Tour is going to say, hey, guys, remember all that stuff we did to entice you to stay? <laughs> now we're screwed. Now we need the money, and we're going to have to go back to the way things were a little bit in order to make the Tour viable. And quite frankly, to have all these different stuff, You know, I think the PGA Tour could do a lot. The, the fact that the the new season started last weekend I think is ridiculous.
0: But then I go back
2: to the calendar. You thank God. I I mean I understand the reason for it. A lot of these guys need these early FedEx Cup points. They need to. They need the the, the winnings in order to keep their card and do all this stuff. But. That, you know, that model is kind of broken. I think the FedEx Cup points model is broken. Starting somebody at 10 under par on the first day of the tournament, I think it's <laughs> stupid. I, th- yeah. I don't, that, you know, there's there's some things that I, that one I understand and I still don't like it. I mean, like, yeah. there's, there's different things that the PGA Tour still needs to address. But, you know, all the things that they've done um, in order to keep their guys happy, I don't know that they'll be able to keep doing them. Uh, the, the only reason why they did it is, like I said, because the, the money was so good from the LIV side. Well, you know, we got to figure this out somehow. I don't know if they figured it out or if they just said, fine, we'll, we'll, we won't give as much to charity and I guess we'll charge more for tickets and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have to figure it out somewhere down the road. And hopefully they do. I was about to say, because it feels like
0: they're tapping into their savings to go after a new car payment. And it's like, wait a minute, that savings will run out and you have more payments (laughs) to come. Like, have we not thought this through here? And I I do think that they are in a little bit of we're going to float this and see what happens. The other change that I'm not going to say it forced, I don't think it forced anything. Uh, I think there was a little bit of coincidence, but I also do think it was like, well, we might not have come out this soon. But this new indoor TGL, the, 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 the Tiger and Rory tomorrow indoor league. Does that tickle your fancy at all, or does that register under the – I just – that's Goofy too much. Girl. I just can't. I can't.
2: Look, I I, I understand. <laughs> Again, let's talk about why they're doing it. Are they doing it to grow the game? Are they doing it to um, bring in other people? Maybe a little bit. I think mostly they're doing it so that Tiger can remain a, a viable entity in golf because he can't go out there and walk four rounds anymore. Yeah, you just physically can't do it. So, what can we do? You know, and and Tiger, whether it's his idea, someone else's idea, how can I compete? And then, okay, that's some interesting new is, you know, new is good. What are the new ideas? Some primetime stuff, some, you know, things on a Monday night or a Tuesday night, wrap it up in a couple hours. You know, you want to talk about goofy golf. That's good. This, this man. this makes top golf look like the old course at St. Andrews. I mean, this is some goofy ass crap they're pulling with this. <laughs> I'll watch it once. Like I watched it live a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Didn't blow my skirt up. I didn't you know, I just kind of stopped looking at it. I'll look at this. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe I won't. I I, I won't know until we're able to consume it a little bit. But mm-hmm. if you want to talk about the reasons why they're doing it, I think that's as much for Tiger as it is for growing the game or doing something for you know the players who are staying on the pga tour
1: it's a fantastic point i hadn't even thought about it from that standpoint i would just figure to it would, the way we've kind of looked at it is that this was a way of tiger to almost transfer out of being a golfer and more into a leadership role within the tour that's that was the feeling we were getting but the, the point you made also makes a lot of sense they're really trying to milk the most they can out of tiger at this point because he is still probably their biggest drawer Oh, yeah. the events and in live events well for
2: certainly for the casual fan you know I work yes. with Zolak every day and Zolak still his mantra is if Tiger's not in it I'm not interested yeah I'm like okay well you're you're not a golf fan you know, <laughs> whatever let's I, I, we won't we won't go down the Zolak route but I, he's not alone he's not yeah. a lone voice in the wilderness saying that there's plenty of people you know my you know my son who is you know, not into golf so much. It was it was a few years ago at the Dell Technologies when he was out there, and you know he's not into sports really, like at all. But as he's out there at the golf tournament, and I'm working out there, and he asked me, he said, "Daddy, is Tiger here?" I said, "Yeah, absolutely, he is." He said, "Can we go see him?" <laughs> Damn right we can. It's like yeah. <laughs> I was packed up and ready to go. Right? I'm like, "Nope, here I'm going to show you how the t- I'm going to show you how the pairings work. See, he teed off at that point, so that probably means he's making the turn right about now we're going to walk backwards on the course and we're going to go find him and I'm going to pick out a spot. And we did. And we picked out a spot, greenside on a par three on the back nine at TPC. And we waited. And it's like, is that him? Like, you'll know when it's him. Another group comes by. Is he in that? Is he one of those guys? You'll know when it's him. And sure enough, like three groups, you know, we're waiting. And then this swarm of people comes up. I'm, I mean, at the risk of sounding, you know, like an idiot, <laughs> the the air changes the energy changes He's so not you real. can there's a you glow
0: can, around him
2: there's a, there's like you know there's a, you know a few hundred people you know walking around with each gallery and all of a sudden 5000 people you know move toward the T box and another 5000 are lining just the you know, the de facto fairway on this par three and there's 5,000 more around the green. It's like having the TD garden, just like moving around a golf course with you when Tiger is out there. And sure enough, we got a great spot and he walked by us. And I was like, yeah, you see, he's like, yeah, I get it. I'm like, of course you get it. You know, that's that's a casual fan's reaction to Tiger. He still moves the needle. Now this is a few years ago. I don't think it's changed all that much. Who's taking his so place? You know who's who's the who's the you know the big name now that would that would draw that kind of attention. Well, that, unfortunately, it has to be the greatest player to ever play the game, and that's Tiger, in my opinion. I mean, and I don't what
0: you think- point and what you pointed out as Tiger said it too it, it, earlier when you were saying the the PGA Tour's hand was forced after Phil got in trouble and got his mouth kind of out in front of him and everything, and he went away for a while. Tiger had his tournament, you know, and they asked similar questions of what do you think's going on about this, that, and the other. And he kind of cheekily, epic or echoed that Phil has some points to what he was saying, but in true Phil fashion, he was saying it like Phil because he was <laughs> things like he's, I mean, he was he was saying, of course, there's some conversations that we need to have some updated conversations around media rights and player likeness. You know, now that every shot is captured, mm-hmm. we know more, and you know we do need to have this. He's you know, and it was kind of like, oh, well, this is what Phil was saying, but he was kind of mouthing off to an author versus kind of doing it diplomatically. So, and I, I, I'm interested to see where it goes. I don't know if it's going to last more than a year. You know, you go to their website, and we've got two players, Rory and Tiger. It's like, you mean the owners slash key investors of this venture? Uh, it, it is Goofy Golf. I'm I'm wonky about it and I still won't tune, tune in for more than maybe one, maybe twice, mm-hmm. just to see what it's all about. And it might, I'm it, with you.
2: Right. And it, and it might be awesome. And quite frankly, if if LIV gets on the, uh, you know, on a, on a platform that's, you know, just easy for me to pop on and turn on. I mean, outside of the majors, you know, golf for me is, it's like background on the weekend. You know, yeah. I, I'll sit down, yeah. and watch the end. It's like, you got to watch the end of the, some of these tournaments. My wife but- calls it nap radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's something that, I mean, we have lives, you know, I have kids, you know, there's stuff going on, but it's like, I like to have it on in the background. I'd like to check in on it. And if LIV, you know, gets to a point where it's like that, I can just easily, like, flip it on and, and check in and instantly know what's happening, great. If I have to decipher this, like, you know, multicolored, three-tiered leaderboard, teams, players, what hole, where did he tee off, how many strokes is he getting, has he taken his mulligan yet? You know, what are we doing? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I- his mulligan. <laughs>
2: That, come
1: on, it, that would eventually, be something eventually they they're going to do Mulligans, they have
2: to
1: <laughs> That would be something, but I mean, look, we're talking, about, we're talking about moving the needle here And so it just brings up the question, because we were talking about the President's Cup before you came on And I do yeah. we did want to get your opinion on this, is the President's Cup still as exciting for you this week Knowing that some of the guys who should have qualified for it aren't playing in it Because yeah. of the whole live PGA stuff, are you still going to be tuning in to the same level that you typically do for the President's Cup?
2: Uh, Yeah, which is not a whole lot. I mean, that assumes, <laughs> that, that assumes a baseline level of excitement for the President's Cup. Okay. Look, I mean, for as much golf as I know and follow, and you guys do too, I mean, let, let's lay it out there. It's it's the Opens. It's the Open Championship, the U.S. Open, the Masters. It's the Ryder Cup. And everything else for me is a conversation. Eh, yeah, sure. PGA Championship, absolutely. President's Cup, oh, sure. That's interesting. I, it's not. It's not appointment viewing for me. My my level of interest hasn't changed, um, and and I think anytime you talk about like oh it's you know it's a route in the making it's it's a, that's where you got to be real careful because it is golf you know you can be the biggest mm-hmm. favorite in the world it's not like the other team sucks Compa- you know yeah. compared to but I understand the U.S. Win. team is is a wagon in terms of, you know, what they've got and what they're able to put out there. These guys aren't a bunch of hacks, and I think anything could happen. So it will become infinitely more compelling uh, if you get some good matches and the scores are tight and you see something happening. But to me, the President's Cup is one of those also rams. And, you know, not to pick on anything, I put the PGA Championship in there too. It's you know it's the Masters it's the U.S. Open it's it's the Open Championship it's it's the Ryder Cup and eh, yeah I mean like a, a, just to show Olympics I I I don't think I've ever watched one shot of Olympic golf talk about don't care I don't care. Well, I, think I that can't is tell low. you who
0: won it but I know that Ricky Fowler has a tattoo and so does Lexi Thompson That's my level of <laughs> Olympic golf knowledge.
2: It'd be so awesome to be an Olympian I'm happy for them just don't ask me to care about it I don't care. I only have time to care about so much
0: and that's actually that's exactly kind of how I am with the President's Cup because I do all this talking and everything I got a two-year-old daughter I got a grudge match with some boys on Friday, on Saturday morning so I'm gonna do more time talking about the President's Cup with you all probably tweeting about it. Sure. And I'll probably turn it on Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon if it's close. If so, if we've got this thing wrapped
2: up by Saturday night, I don't know, there's yeah. football on Sunday. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> there's other things to
2: do. I mean so, the whole rate. The whole reason why the PGA Tour changed their schedule is so they wouldn't interfere with football. You know that's yeah. why they moved everything in the schedule, right? Yes, they didn't even want inter- to They didn't want to interfere with college anymore. They're like, screw it, we got to be done before Labor Day weekend. We're not messing around yeah. with with the NFL anymore. So the Presidents' Cup now is week three of the NFL. I, you know, I'm waiting to see if the Patriots get their teeth kicked in by the by Baltimore on Sunday. Oh, wait, hold on a second! I'll tell the guys at Patriots.com. Hey, Perillo, just one second here. Uh, I, I know we're doing a post game, but Sun I... Sunj M's about to line up a seven footer. <laughs> we, we gotta put a, we gotta put a pin in this real
0: quick. Hold First on, on. might might be able to knock this one down.
2: I understand that Belichick is standing by for his press conference, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. Tell him to wait. Yeah, Terrell t- 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 Hatton has a ten to- footer for bogey. Terrell Hatton is yeah about to make a sand save here. Uh no, I don't think that's gonna fly. Well, so, so do, you, do,
0: you, do you think? Do you think last weekend was a fluke, or can, or can, or can the Pats actually get some life going and get some momentum? Are they going to be
2: stumbling, bumbling, fumbling for a little while? Well, I, I don't know what the fluke would be. They they, they they beat a bad team by three points. I don't know. I know. Even, no, I don't was, was, was no, he like that? Could, could, it was, Is it really bad or could it get better? I'm think,
0: I'm a I'm a college football junkie and a transplant. I'm born again New England, mm-hmm. and uh, and I come from a Michigan family. So I, I was one of those Tom Brady fans before I was a Michigan. So fill me in real quick. Do you
2: have people in Michigan? You know, I'm a Michigan State guy. So. I noticed your Greenies jersey down there. My dad yeah.
0: did get his; he went to school there as well. But uh, at Michigan, back to the, he went to he went to Eastern. He couldn't he couldn't get into Michigan. But grand- that's grand- the that This is the
2: what this, you just you just summarized the worst thing about University of Michigan fans. Ninety nine percent of them <laughs> couldn't get into Michigan, like me. That's how I couldn't get. <laughs> I went to Michigan State. Which is tougher That's to get into I'm now. That's why I'm not a but... Michigan
0: fan. I, I'm from a Michigan family. I went to Georgia. I'm a I'm I'm a SEC snob. Let's be honest.
2: Oh, okay. Right. So you you have, <laughs> I'm, one, I'm
0: one of those people.
2: No, you watch good football. Okay, I understand. <laughs> it's so cute when all the all the Big Ten people start talking about. I think they got a chance this year. It's like the, the, the why did the SEC uh, disband? Did all those schools stop playing? <laughs> No, no, you don't have. A I want, I earth.
0: want relegation. I want five major conferences in relegation. Let's get it going.
2: But seriously, though, uh,
0: hey, do the do you think have ch- no, teeth kicked
2: in? Uh, I mean, absolutely, they could. But I also think it's a work in progress, and I think it's mm-hmm. they, they have enough requisite and talent to to make it a. It's called a representative season. You know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't see this team going. You know, five and twelve, like uh, some of the doomsdayers say. I don't even think it's a six and eleven team, but I think it'd be somewhere hovering around five hundred. And you're going to have some, you know, some good storylines throughout the year, and it'll, it'll, it'll stay interesting. I mean, football is still king. I mean, that's why we're talking about as it. As long a call as they podcast.
0: win enough to yeah. give a glimmer of yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. that's why we're wrapping up with football chat. Right, sure, divots. And pivots. We got pivot oh, stuff go. that actually matters. <laughs> and that's why that's why I was going. As long as there's enough winning to keep a glimmer of hope. Again, it, you know, three and three and thirteen doesn't get me to tune in. Eight and eight, you know, there's that glimmer, there's that conversation. When as long as the math adds up, you know, people will tune in. That's what I'm looking for. But Lamar Jackson's so freaking
2: good. I know, I know. Just to kind of bring this semi-full circle, you know, we're talking Please. about why LIV but, was doing this and why this someone asked me just yesterday if the Patriots were going to be this, you know, middling or even bad, why do they have five primetime games? And I said, there is a theory out there that the Patriots being on primetime games is very compelling for this massive audience out there that wants to see them fail. Yeah. You put Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and in the, in, in the, in the, you know, and the, you know, the Patriots in all these primetime games when they were good because People either loved him or loved to hate him, and it's you know it's the Jeff Gordon, it was the Michael Jordan, it was like, whatever. You know they were the favorites. You got to put them on. Who's Jeff Gordon? For, no, for I long. didn't say
0: who. The Rainbow Warrior. Come on, son. I grew up. But that people town, people didn't, hated didn't. him though. You yes. understand. I- Okay. Because he because he spoke clearly, he was fast, he was, right. great, he was clean, right. he had a Pepsi as a sponsor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, in so a Coke
2: so, World, so, I got you. So now the theory is well, they gave the Patriots all these primetime games because oh, the audience is going to eat it up if they get their teeth kicked in night after, night after night after night after night. It's just a theory. I don't know. I Float like it out there. Theory though.
1: Yeah. Whatever. I, I like I, I like the primetime games. Back to you in the studio, Andrew. Yeah, well, look, before we wrap this up, I did have one simple uh whole uh I'm hoping an interesting question here, because look, I was listening to your show a few weeks ago. I want to know it. Are you still in love with your super hybrid? I heard you talking about the, 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 the new Callaway you got. Oh, okay. Bad question. I guess.
2: <laughs> I I love it. It just doesn't love me right now. No. I, th- okay. I think we need to spend some quality time together. We need a couple of date nights at McGolf under the lights, just, you know, figuring some things out. I can't hit the damn thing off a of tee for the life really? of me. Off you the were deck. so
1: excited about it that week. You were like, "Oh, I've hit like three shots. Some off the tee, some off the, the deck," and you were you were pumped about it. I was. I went it,
2: it's st- it's a missile launcher off the deck, and I was you know, I, I I don't for years didn't carry anything between a five wood and a driver. The three wood to me, if I if I catch a three wood clean off the tee, it's going to go as far as the driver. So what's the point? You want something a little shorter and a little more manageable. Uh, I couldn't hit it off the deck. So I, you know, I started investigating it and I found this super hybrid and I still love it off the deck. The thing, I mean, it goes it it, and it's it's a nice ball flight. It's almost like a stinger ball flight. So it's got, you know, some real giddy up to it once it hits and runs and cooks. But I'm just snapping the bejesus out of it off the tee. It's very, very hooky. So uh, I got to figure that out. But i um, in love, not. I I still love it. It's just not loving me back. That's all.
1: Fair enough. Look, that that's That's some golf. golf, That's golf golf in a nutshell. (laughs) That sums up golf. That sums up my golf game. least. bud over here is a little bit a little bit better than me. He was talking how he shot a sixty eight earlier on the before you came on. So that that's bud. Uh, Oh, sorry, bud. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. whoa. Barry, the lead. You shot. Where'd
2: you shoot your sixty eight? The meadow at Peabody. uh, That's a tough course.
0: It was, it was fun. They were, they, they, they did move to the, this is what I'm crediting it to. They moved to the par four tees up because they were seeding the back tees. So I did get to hit from the reds on two of the par fours, which did make a difference, but it's a, it's a fun track. I'm in a, I'm in an MTA there every other Saturday. We got the six ten t tee time. You should they, these, these, these boys are fun. We're do busters. They're ball busters. And we're, we get around, we have fun. We throw a little, little dough at each other. And uh, I actually lost, 10 bucks after shooting 68. So the handicap system works. What What's your index? 0.
2: 0.9. Oh, I can't play golf with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. Because like, listen, I played with a 10. I, lo- I lost to a 10 and a 17. The, the math checks out. We, Me and my partner won the front. We lost the back and it came down to 18. And I was a par five and I lost with a birdie because the guy I was playing against made a 4-3. I mean, it, and it kind of like my wife is like, that's stupid. Just throw out the handicaps. If you suck, get off the course. If you can't play, it, I'm like, I'm like the math works though because yeah, on paper no, I I should smoke these guys. But because it all ends up coming down to it, I love playing with
2: anybody. That's crazy, Drew. What's your index? Uh, Thirteen. I, you and I can go play. Let's go <laughs> play. We're good. Yeah. I would. I would. I would. I
0: would split the difference and give a bet a best ball of Andrew and Hardy. I would give you all seven. Strokes and go do this. I got to do the math. I I don't trust your gorilla
2: math. I don't know. It feels like I'm talking to grandma over here. I feel like worm. Hold on a second. Wait a second. The juice is running on this. What are we doing? Best balls. All right. Well, I'll I'll take it under advisement.
1: Where's lift Yeah, again, have me your
0: people get you shout. What's your yeah? What's your index? I'm I'm I'm, I'm making deals out here, and Hardy's going to drop like a, a plus two.
2: Well, I'll I'll give you I'll give you my quick index story from the summer. Currently, let me pull it up here. I am because I I mean I play. By the rules, I'm not a rule stickler, but I count my strokes and well. I yep. and I you know I you know I I I do not I have eighty sixes and the eighty seven the eighty-fives that I'll
0: throw out there, you know, once in a blue moon. Yeah, I don't have
2: a vanity index, let's put it that way. Uh but I'm not a sandbagger either. Okay. I am currently sitting at come on, I'm waiting for my <laughs> my skin here to uh, uh pop up. 12.8. Okay. So All during right. the during the club championship this summer at my course in in Sharon, the Cape Club of Sharon. Um, They decided to add a net for the men's division this year, which they've never done. So they have the, you know, the women's club championship, women's net, men's men's senior division, which I play in. I'm over 50. And uh, they added a men's net. Like, great. All right. I'm playing in the senior. I go out there and I'm, you know, I'm around a 12 at that time, whatever. It's gone up 0.8 probably since then. I go out on the first day of the tournament. Two rounds, metal play, Saturday, Sunday, 18 holes. I go out, the first nine holes on Saturday, one under, shoot a 35 on the front. Hell I mean, yeah. Never in my, never in my. And I asked one of the kids in the shop to, to loop for me that weekend, thinking like, this is going to be either the biggest hardo move of all time or it's going to be brilliant. And through nine holes, it's brilliant. You know, and I'm not not clanging them in off of tree limbs and they're dropping in the jar. I am fairways and greens. I I birdie what I think is one of the toughest holes on the course, number two, and I make pars the rest of the way. Word's getting around the course already. The guy playing in front of us is the three-time senior uh, champion at the club defending. He's like looking back. Somehow he hears about it. He gives me a nod. The head pro, John Carbo. He takes a loop around the course because someone tells him what's going on out there. Hardy's going low. Who? Rob Poole. Hardy, he's going low. What? That guy sucks. I know, but he's, he's one under, under seven. Head pro gives me a nod. He drives by in the car, and I'm just like, boom, next next shot, next shot. In the zone. We make the turn. Tee off 10. Find the. I make my first bogey of the day, but it's a long par four, and I found a fairway bunker. I'm cool. The gauntlet is 10, 11, 12. I go bogey par par. <sighs> The 13th is a short par three. I par that. I'm standing on 14 tee box even on the day. I am having the round of my life. on! No. <laughs> Hard 15. OB on 16. OB on 17. Limp in, shoot 80. But I'm still like five strokes better than my index. I'm running away with the net. I'm one stroke off the lead for the senior club championship. I'm like feeling it. I'm feeling it. Show up the next day, playing in the last group, make par in the first hole, bogeys for the other guys. Now I'm tied for the lead. And I've got the net all wrapped up. I can see the parking space. Men's net club (laughs) championship. I get it for a whole year. Come (laughs) on! 95. Oh. 80, 95. That's golf. (laughs) I didn't eat for a day and a half. I was afraid. I was, I mean, I was already, it was already coming out of every orifice, obviously. So I just, whatever. I've got it in me, though. Ask me what I did different in the second day. Ask me what I did different.
1: Probably nothing. Nothing.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Same guy, same club, same caddy. I think he was a little more stone the second day, but I don't know. <laughs> Already, I was, at a,
1: I was
0: at the I was at the Mass Mid Amateur qualifier down at Springfield Country Club a couple weeks ago. Yeah. first five, first five holes in the last five holes, one under. Middle eight holes, come on, <laughs> sixteen over. Oh, I, had two, <laughs> I had two balls out of bounds on on a par five that landed me ten, Landed me at then, ten. 10 and then I had a trip, and then I had a triple and a quad. And in those like three holes, the guys I was playing with also fell apart. And at that point, when we hit about the 14th hole, and we were all just like, well, that's that. We we're like, the guys, going, I just want to get the F out of here. And then all of us were like one under, even one over, one over going on the way in. And what did I do different? Nothing. I just, oh my God. Just, but hey, there will be next year. I still, I still yeah. got, we still got some, we still got some gas in the tank. And we've got, so much great golf to not watch between now and then. <laughs>
2: there we go. Uh, there we go. But, we got,
0: but, but we've got football, so
1: there will be we life.
2: Football. Uh, well, look, that, I'm sorry go. for yammering on so much, there, guys. Never, I know we went. No, Never. we loved it. So, whatever.
1: No, no, we loved it. Great golf conversation. Then that's all we want to bring. We just want to bring good golf conversation and good life conversation. So, look, thank you, Hardy, for joining us on our on our our show. Ours. I appreciate I appreciate the invite, guys.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, thank you for accepting it. Look, uh, you know, you know, I know you. I mentioned you're on Sirius, you're on 985, you're on Patriots.com. Obviously, is there any special products you got coming up? Do you just want to shoot out there, or is it you know pretty much status quo? You can find you in all those places every day.
2: Yeah, I mean, 10 to 2 on 985, the Sports Hub, and you know, weekday mornings on Turbo, weekends Lithium, uh, afternoons on uh, Rock 92.9, four to seven p.m. You can hear me over there too, uh, Monday through Friday. So just, uh, you know, the the new thing in radio is to be, uh, you know, three places at once. So you know, thank God for technology. Yeah. I can actually make that happen. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it, and hopefully a lot more golf content coming to 985 eight five this yeah. off season. You know, we're going to do off season stuff with the guys from Core. Uh, they've been really good. Uh, you know i've got you know just great partners and and people i've worked with over the years with you know everybody from you know like i said the guys at core golf and Natick to uh, uh mass golf you know that they've got great content on their site and travis matthew and footjoy and i just i love talking about gear the game the tour like everything just if it if it has to do with golf i'm in i'll even listen to people tell me about working out and stretching i'm not going to do it but i'll listen to you you know <laughs> i'll have the conversation so more of that coming um uh, at least on the website uh here in the off season
1: no that's great yeah you, you always have good guests on your show there so definitely tune it in uh on sunday mornings at the well it's are it's you're, it'll be it's starting up again right yeah now, right now off, off right? season yeah master's yeah, yeah. weekend it'll ramp up again okay okay Perfect. Well, when that comes around, definitely check it out on 98.5, the sports hub. That's going to do it for us here tonight, though. We will catch you next Tuesday, as always, on YouTube, on Twitter, on bellyup.tv. We will see you then and enjoy the President's Cup. Have a great night, everyone. you